Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, hello, savers. Welcome back to the podcast, or should I say investors, for this week and next. I wanted to do something a little bit different um, on the podcast today. I was thinking about this while I was driving and it hit me. I was like, I need to make this like a behind the scenes podcast, a fly on the wall, a watch Gina do this. So this is a bit experimental. You're going to hear me like clicking and typing during this episode because what I want to do in this episode is walk you through how I manage multiple financial priorities at once. This is a question I get all the time from my clients where they're like, okay, Gina, yes, I want to invest. I want to build my wealth portfolio, but <laughs> but I also want to invest in this program or in this coach. And I also want to buy myself a launch gift. And I also want to go on vacation next month. Or I already planned a vacation, so I'm going to need to spend money on that. And it's like, how do I prioritize investing when I have all these other financial priorities in my life? Like, how do you literally do that? And I realized, to me, this process comes really naturally. And I was like, I need to... I need to like record how I do this. So let me talk you through some of the financial priorities that I want to work on today. There are really five things that I want to do with my money right now, and they're all kind of competing, which is normal, right? Like it's normal that it's hard to decide which one is the biggest priority. So number one, I want to get my taxable brokerage up to 100K balance. Right now it's at about 66K, so I have, you know, a little over 30K to go. Um, I have money in other investment accounts, but I really want my taxable brokerage to be up to 100K so that it can start generating five figures for me. And um, the way I think about, this is a side note, the way I think about my taxable brokerage account, it's like my opportunity fund. It's not tied up into retirement. There's no penalties for taking it out. So it's kind of like the thing, the place that I get to pull money from for big bougie expenses. I definitely foresee that I'm going to use this fund when I go to build my custom home, which we want to do within the next five years. So want to get that up to 100K next. Ultimately, I want to get that up to half a million, but that's for another day. So that's priority number one. Priority number two, there's this belt that I really, really want to buy, and it's $450. Um, it's the most beautiful belt I've ever seen. It's this big like semi-corset belt. It's leather, it's gorgeous, it's high fashion. I've been thinking about it for months since I've seen it. So it's just, I'm not gonna justify it, it's on my list. <laughs> the second material item that I want is the Totem T-Lock bag, which is just such a classy, beautiful handbag that I've been looking at again for months. That is $1,390. Um, there's also a life coaching program that I wanna join that is 8K. And this one actually was a bit of a surprise. I recently went to the webinar for it. I thought when I registered, I didn't read the sales page and I didn't read any of the marketing materials. So that's my fault. But I thought it was like a 2K program and then it was an 8K program. And I started being like, oh, oh, well, I wasn't, I was like ready to spend 2K, but I definitely wasn't ready to spend 8K. And so it kind of caught me off guard, but that's still on my list. I'm still considering it. 
And then the other priority is I want $100,000 cash in my business bank account. Right now I'm sitting at about 80 something and I want 100K across just like my tax savings and my working capital fund. So just 100K even, right? Um, And that's because I want to make a disclaimer because I do have six figure saver and we talk a lot about saving 100K cash. It's because my business is at a point where I kind of need 100K for taxes and then to keep the business running month over month. So 100K seems like a good next goal for me. And I'm only about 20 something away. So that should be doable. But now the question is, how do I prioritize these goals while still paying for everything that I normally have to pay for, right? I still have to pay for all my contractors. I still have to pay myself. I still have to pay my rent. I still have to pay all my software. I am putting on the wealthy weekend retreat. That's probably going to be 15 to 20 grand that I've already committed to. So it's like all of these priorities are extra things outside of my normal budgeting. And I think that this is a really normal situation. Like, I think a lot of you are going through the same thing. How do I balance all of these competing financial priorities without just telling myself, well, I just got to earn more money, right? So many of you, and I'm calling you out if, if this is you, so many of you just go, well, I'm not going to prioritize. I'm going to get everything I want and I'll just make more money versus creating an intentional plan to do it in a way that makes sense while you make more money. There's a very different energy because the first energy is very like rebellious and like, screw you, I'm not going to budget, I'm not going to restrict, you can't tell me no. (laughs) So I'll just make more money. And what that does is it adds pressure on your business to constantly keep up with your ever, like ever long list of demands versus what I'm going to show you how I'm going to do this today, creating a prioritized list and then metrics to track against so that you know when to buy the things or when to do the things. Okay. So again, I'm doing this live. So I'm like thinking through this on the fly. I don't have like some pre-planned script for this. So you're literally going to see how my brain works. I think the way I'm going to go about this is creating a prioritized order and then creating decision-making like metrics or decision-making principles for when I'm going to do what. I think the first thing I'm going to prioritize is 100K cash in my business bank account. And the reason I think I'm going to start there is because that will act as my waterfall. So I will know when I log into my bank account and I have over 100K, then anything over that is going to go to the next thing on the list. And if I pull up my business bank account right now. How much do I have to go? Let's see. I'm at 81,900. So what's that like 19, $18,100 more? It could be less. I mean, like, see, this is where I start negotiating with myself. Um, I'm like, do I really need 100K? Maybe I don't. So right now I have about like 30 in my tax savings, another 50 something in my working capital. I'm like, maybe that's fine. Maybe I just need 50K in my working capital and the tax savings I'm going to leave alone. And if that were the case, then I have an extra $1,000, 1,219.95. But in a couple days, my credit card payment is due. See, this is where it gets complicated. So I really wanted to walk you through it. So let me open my credit card and see how much my payment is 
Oops, I logged into the wrong account. Okay, here we go. Okay, this isn't too bad. My next statement balance, which is due in a few days, is $5,601.51. So I definitely am going to pay the statement balance because that's how I manage my business credit cards. So if I say I want 50 grand in working capital, um, which would last me about two months. It's not three months, it's two months, but I could always dip into my tax savings if I need to. And I know that I have more money coming in over the next um, couple weeks. So let's do this. Let's do 50 grand plus, oh, I don't need to do this. <laughs> I already know the answer, 5,500 and, so wait a minute, back up. My credit card statement balance is 5,601. So if I want 50 grand in working capital, I need 55,601. I'm at 51,219. What I could also do to make this easier for me is just pay my credit card bill early. It's only due in a couple days, so I was gonna pay it anyways. So let me just do that right now, and then I'll have a better number. So, okay, I'm gonna pay that, pay this bill, done, pay it. Amazing, now it's gonna go and I'm gonna move that much money out of my working capital to cover that cost. 5601.51, move to available balance, cool. All right, so now my working capital is at 45,618 and 44 cents. So I just need like 4,400 4, more dollars and then my waterfall can commence. And I want you to notice how like, it's okay that I negotiated. <laughs> it's okay that I negotiated. I made that choice intentionally. When I was writing down my list of financial priorities, I just kind of felt like, well, 100K would be nice. But then when I started thinking about it, well, I want those other things faster. And I'm okay with 50,000 in working capital because that's like at least minimum, minimum two months. And I know there's more money coming in. So I feel good about that decision. And I know I have 30K in tax savings. If shit really hit the fan and I needed to borrow money from my tax savings account, I could. Okay, so number one, check. Now I'm going to make a rule. When cash in savings, uh, rather in checking, in business checking, is greater than... I'm writing this down as I go, is greater than um, 50K, then pay myself a lump sum bonus. So I'm going to do an owner's draw every time my working capital is over 50K. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to decide with that owner's draw, which is outside of my regularly scheduled owner's pay, what I'm going to use that bonus for. So I'm going to look at the rest of my list. I want to get my brokerage up to 100K. I want to buy that belt. I want to buy the bag. And I want to buy the life coaching program. <sighs> and this is where I'm like, I want all of them. And I want all of them at once. <laughs> but I'm going to make a priority order here. And I think, and here's the other thing I could do. I could split it. I could say 50% is going to go to the brokerage and then split it between the rest of the three. The problem is that the life coaching program is, um, I have a sales call next week. So I kind of have to decide if I want it and then how I'm going to fund it. And I don't know if I'm going to have the 8K with that waterfall that I just created by then or not. And of course I have the money in other ways, but it's like, 
I think what I have to do is I have to really come to that sales call and decide if that's the program for me. And I'm thinking about what my coach Kirsten Roldan says. She's like, bring the crazy, bring all the crazy on the sales call just to make sure that you're making the right decision and that you feel like you didn't hold back. So I think that's actually my next best step is to really think about what do I want out of that program? Which actually brings me to um, one of the tools that I teach in Seven Figure Wealth is called an ROI plan. Every time my clients are thinking about doing another investment, but they're not quite sure, um, I have them do an ROI plan. And it's really simple. You basically say, how much does something cost? So this is 8K. Then you ask yourself, what is the ROI you want out of that? And I would answer that. Um, I'm going to keep this one private because because I feel like keeping it private. <laughs> I don't feel like sharing this part of me yet. That's okay. Um, so what's the ROI I want out of it? And then I would have to ask, what is the coaching I need to get that ROI? And then once I've answered those three questions, then I can decide, is this ROI worth the price for me? And only I get to answer that question. Sometimes the answer is absolutely yes. Sometimes the answer is like, maybe not. Maybe I'm okay without it. So I think I'm going to do an ROI plan. That's my next best step. <sighs> and then I have to decide between the Totem T-Lock bag, the belt, and 100K in my taxable brokerage in six months. Now, this is actually really good. Okay, so if I have 66K in my taxable brokerage, if I do 100 minus 66, I need 34K more. If I do $34,000 divided by six months, that's about $5,666.66 per month in order to hit my goal outside of any interest I gain in the market, which I probably will. Now I could guesstimate, actually what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to pull up this calculator that I found that shows you historical stock market returns. And I'm going to put 66,000 in and I'm going to see if I had invested 66,000 at the beginning of this year. It says that in six months, I would have gone from 66,000 to 74,000. So that's kind of cool, right? I'm at 66 right now, so maybe I can use that as a benchmark. Let's just say that the last six months are indicative of the next six months, which is not necessarily true. But let's say 74 minus 100, or rather 100 minus 74. Now I only have to fund 26,000 to get to my goal. 26,000 divided by six is $4,333 a month. So you see how I'm like trying to negotiate and I'm trying to get myself out of having to choose. <laughs> this is human nature. This is what we all do. This is what we all do. But what I think is, I think that I am committed to getting to 100K in my taxable brokerage over the belt or the bag because what the taxable brokerage represents to me is my future custom dream home. And when I think about like what is going to bring me joy, yes, the belt and the bag will bring me joy because they're beautiful things and I love to surround myself by beautiful things. But a custom dream home is going to bring me a lot more joy for a lot more time and not just joy for me, but joy for my whole family. So I think I'm going to prioritize that over the belt and the bag. So what I'm going to say then is, for me, my rule is when I get to 100K in the taxable brokerage, then I will buy the bag first because I like the bag more and then the belt. <sighs> or maybe the belt first and then the bag. 
<laughs> the problem is too, I've envisioned outfits with this belt already. I'm like waiting for this belt in my life and I have outfits that I want to try with it. Um, so I'm going to do the belt first and then the bag. Okay, so now we have a priority order. 50K in working capital. That's I'm very, very close. I'm 5K away. Then anything above 50K, I'm going to give myself as a lump sum bonus. I have to create my ROI plan and decide if I want the life coaching program or not. If I decide I want it, I'm going to end up funding that first. If I decide I don't want it, I'm going to stick everything into the taxable brokerage so that I can get to my 100K goal. Because I am also thinking to myself, like, my 100K goal is actually a 500K goal. The 100K is just the first step. But what I'll do is once I get to my first step of 100K in my taxable brokerage, then I'll give myself a break. I'll buy the belt if I still want it and the bag if I still want it. If I don't want that belt or that bag, I have a whole other list of other bags and belts that I want. So I, I will have that available to me as well. Um, and that's how I'm going to go about that decision. So now if I really want this belt, then I just have to figure out how am I going to fund that 100K faster? That's it. I'm like, cool, the 100K in my taxable brokerage is now my barometer for when I can buy that belt. And now all I got to do is fund it faster. And one of the fastest ways I'm going to fund it faster is with this launch. If I hit more objections, if I sell better, if I get coached on my launch, if I come up with coaching concepts for my clients that blow their minds, like that's all I have to focus on. And I know that all of my needs are going to get taken care of. And it's like the longest this will take is six months. Am I willing to accept that? Absolutely, yes. I'm willing to say, you know what? I really had come up with a ton of ideas for outfits with this belt. And in six months, I'll have it. I'm okay with sitting with that because I also really want that dream home. And it's never, like, notice how it's not about restricting myself. It's not about saying, no, you can't have the belt. But it's saying, when will you have the belt in a way that's still in alignment with your goals and your values? I'm still going to buy the belt in a way that's in alignment with my values. My values being, I value the house more. I value the memories we're going to create in that house more than I value the belt. And that's okay. And notice that like the belt's only $450 compared to the hundred grand I want in that account. So it's going to happen no matter what. And all I have to do is focus on my, my checklist. And then there might be other ways too. This is one of the things that I love now that I have my, that, now that I have my checklist and my order, my priority order, one of the things that I love to ask myself is how might I buy the belt <laughs> if that's what I'm focused on, which obviously my brain is kind of focused on it, how might I buy the belt faster? And the only way to buy the belt faster is to fund my taxable brokerage faster. So how might I fund my taxable brokerage faster? I can start coming up with ideas, right? That's all I have to do. I have to just start coming up with ideas. Now, obviously my launch is a place I can do that, but something that we haven't talked about is my owner's pay. I pay myself about 10 grand a month and we've been not really budgeting that. Like I've just kind of been like chilling on it. And so I'm like, okay, well maybe 
there is space for me to budget in my personal life a little bit more so I can use personal money to send to my brokerage. Or there, we have some cash sitting in our checking account right now. Maybe I can talk to my husband about what we want to do with that cash because it's a joint account and we can make a decision about where to put it. And maybe part of it can go to the brokerage. So I want you to notice how like instead of getting angry, I'm getting creative. Instead of get feeling restrictive, I'm feeling creative. And that is also always available to you even when you make the decision to not buy something right away. It doesn't have to feel restrictive. It can fuel your creativity. And knowing that like I'm really staying rooted in ultimately I'm getting what I want. What I truly want is that house. If I didn't want that house, then I would have never made the goal of my taxable brokerage being bigger, right? I would have just said, yeah, what I have in retirement is fine. What I have in that account now is fine. But I'm staying rooted in my true desire and I'm letting my true desire win, which is going to make me really happy once I break ground and start building that house. Okay. I hope this little chaotic episode of going behind the scenes on my brain and my negotiation tactics with myself and all of the decision making was helpful because I know that I'm not the only one who's sitting here like I have competing priorities. I don't know how to manage them. This is how we manage them. It doesn't require nitty gritty budgeting, although I may go do that, but I don't have to. It doesn't require me to get incredibly restrictive. I still get to get everything that I want in the end. And it doesn't have to take a ton of time, right? It really, really doesn't have to take a ton of time. All it requires is that I understand myself and I tap into my desires and I allow myself to give myself what I desire. Oh, that was a little gem. Wait a minute. Are you allowing yourself to give yourself what you desire? Even if it means a slight delayed gratification. And how can you get on board with that decision instead of fighting against that decision so that you can make the process of getting it easier and faster, right? I could have fought against the decision to fund my brokerage account to 100K first and been like, I don't want to do that. I want to have the bag. I want to have the belt. I want to have everything I want to have. In fact, I have a whole list of bags that I want to buy, right? Like I could have fought against that decision. And what is that ultimately going to do? Ultimately, it's going to delay my true desire to have a custom built home. And I don't want to do that. When I really sit in with, What are my desires and how can I allow myself to have them? I make decisions that are in my best interest. So good. So good. All right, y'all. Applications to Seven Figure Wealth are open. We're open until September 29th, which is a Friday evening. You can get your application in all the way until the very end, all the way until midnight. And we are starting our next round of this mastermind on November 13th. This is the perfect opportunity to finish off the year strong, get your wealth goals in order, start funding the things that you truly, truly desire and allowing yourself to have the things that you truly desire, whether that's a custom dream home, whether that's a six-month sabbatical, whether that's just a bougier life, right? Whatever it is, having an income-generating portfolio is going to help you get there 
faster and cheaper. And it's so important to have passive income outside of your business where your earnings are not tied to your direct labor, to you directly showing up to work every day, right? All right, applications close on the 29th. Um, If you want, you can, on the application, select to book a sales call with me and we can chat to see if you're a good fit for the program. I've had a couple of people who are like, I don't know if I should be in Six Figure Saver or Seven Figure Wealth, and we can discuss that on the sales call as well. We can also just see if you're a good fit overall. Um, If not, you can skip the sales call and go straight to enrollment, and we will let you right in. The moment you submit your payment, you're going to get access to our curriculum portal that houses all of our financial strategy content. So you can get started right away, and then by the time November rolls around, you are hitting the ground running. I want us all to walk into 2024 wealthier than we left it. Then we left it. Then we left 2023. You know what I mean. <laughs> all right. Applications are at the link in the show notes, www.ginanox.co slash mastermind. I will see you guys on our sales call or I'll see you guys inside. All right. Take it easy. Take it easy.